Good Morning Nancy is a horror movie podcast and is not intended for all audiences. This episode contains discussions on sexual assault and violence. Listener discretion is advised. Good morning, Nancy. My name is Gracie. And I'm Abby. And it's time for a coffee break. We're back. Hi. We're so glad that you loved our Shirley Jackson and Beetlejuice episodes. Yes. We did this a little bit different, you know, having a full-length episode right after a another full-length episode. Yeah. <laughs> so Coffee Breaks, if you're not aware, are just sort of like our mini episodes. They range between like 10 to 20-ish minutes. And what we do is we just talk about whatever the heck we want. Yeah. Literally whatever we want. Get over it. Yeah, it's just current (laughs) events, I guess. Maybe more than that. Yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about the Venice Film Festival and how Suspiria 2018 had premiered there and the reviews and whatnot. It's kind of a hot mess, though. Yeah. What a wild time. This whole thing is really crazy. So, (laughs) I mean, it's been almost two weeks since it premiered uh so sorry for this being kind of late but oh well this is what we want to talk about (laughs) uh so Suspiria 2018 premiered at the Venice Film Festival on September 1st 2018 and like we said earlier a lot of crazy stuff happened director Luciano Garanani who is not the director of the new Suspiria by the way he wore a homemade Weinstein is innocent shirt (sighs) on the red carpet And just in case you live under a rock, (laughs) Harvey Weinstein was accused by 73 women, I believe, Mm -hmm. of sexually assaulting them. And it was a big deal because he, I guess like his, it's so sad, but his hunting ground was basically like the Venice Film Festival. So this director wore a Weinstein is Innocent shirt and he wore on the red carpet uh, for the premiere of Suspiria. And I don't know if he was trying to be sarcastic because the Venice Film Festival is where basically all of these accusations took place, or it's an actual statement towards his personal views of him being innocent, but God, that was the most stupid and idiotic move ever. I'm, I'm really triggered by it. Like, I was so mad when I saw that he had done that. Yeah. I mean, it's... If you want to have a crappy opinion, keep it to yourself, one. Keep your stupid comments in your pocket. (laughs) To quote the room. Yes. To quote Tommy Wiseau. Oh, my God. (laughs) But it kind of makes me think of, like, Lars von Trier. I forget exactly what was said, but I know that there was a lot of controversy around him when one of his films was released like way back in the day i don't know if he was doing it to just draw attention to the film and kind of because like bad publicity is better than no publicity i guess but it's already like your film is already like wicked popular so it's not necessary and two 
like freaking talk about toxic masculinity like holy crap yeah like i when i saw that i was like do you have any idea what you have done (laughs) what have you done (laughs) who do you think you are what gives you the right (laughs) exactly Oh, my God. So I thought that that was a really dumb, idiotic move and uh, was really, it was insensitive. And I just, I, no matter what he thinks about it, this guy, no matter what he thinks about it, it was not a good idea. Yeah. And uh, we kind of recorded this a little bit early. So he might, he might have a statement. I don't know. But right. at the time of this recording, there is no statement. He just wore it like a dumb idiot. So. Yeah. There's that. Well, it are, it's kind of sad because, like, I already have kind of a bad taste in my mouth Yeah. because of this film. Yes. So to see that, I'm like, oh, man. I, I, I don't know. I just... Yeah. And I mean, uh, and he's not the director of the film, but, you know, the fact that he wore it at this premiere is just, like, great. Yeah. <laughs> great now i'm like now i'm like mad about this film like because it, it connects to it now yeah anyway so suspiria 2018 got an eight minute standing ovation apparently Whoa. after okay. it had premiered but when the reviews were released the next day they were mixed huh. and they leaned more towards it being a sloppy and silly movie rather than a scary movie uh. <sighs> Yeah, The Guardian said that it fails to be witch and it's more of a master's thesis rather than a remake. But then IndieWire said it was grim and glorious. Hmm. So uh, director Luca Guananino, he's the director of Suspiria. He is known for his recent film, Call Me By Your Name, which is apparently a very beautiful film. I haven't oh, seen it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, but he uh, did Suspiria, this new one, and I guess it's a very beautiful film. Just like Call Me By Your Name, but it doesn't have like anything else to it. There's no like meat to it. Um, spoiler, we're going to be reviewing Suspiria this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be releasing that episode right before the new one is supposed to be theatrically released over, yeah. you know, the United States. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we kind of talk a little bit about uh, how that film doesn't really have a lot to it it's more of a visual film Mm -hmm. because it's a fairy tale right but this one i don't know it's very different apparently Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. before we get into that uh dakota johnson who plays Susie, the lead character she said that she needed to see a therapist after being in this film and this is a quote from her for entertainment weekly she said I find sometimes when I work on a project, and I don't have any shame in this, I'm a very porous person and I absorb a lot of people's feelings. When you're working sometimes with a dark subject matter, it can stay with you. And then to talk to somebody really nice about it afterwards is a really nice way to move on from the project. Hmm. You know what's really funny is that I'm going to probably start comparing this film to Hereditary. Same. For the rest of my life. Because that was pure horror yes that film as a modern day horror film changed me (laughs) yes it it completely it pretty much made me do a 180 about how i view horror and what it is right and so if this is not as terrifying as hereditary Mm -hmm. i don't know 
I mean, yeah, I'm going to really look. I'm really going to compare films to Hereditary now. Yep. I'm going to look at psychological thrillers and be like, this is garbage. Yeah. This didn't even mess me up. <laughs> this didn't make me cry myself to sleep yeah. for five, five years. <laughs> but yeah, that's really funny that you say that because I was I was thinking about that when I watched the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. The first trailer is good. Yeah. And if you guys want to hear it, uh, go to our Patreon and you'll be able to listen to me review that one and the new Halloween teaser trailer. But this recent trailer, the full length trailer, mm. tell me how you felt about that, Abby. I watched it and I immediately text Gracie afterwards and I was like, I have a really, really bad feeling about this Suspiria remake. And she was like, yeah, same. Because... You know what really ruined it for me was Chloe Grace Martinez. Moritz. Moritz. Was yeah. Chloe Grace Moritz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure she's a very nice person. Yeah. But every film that I've seen her in, I've not liked it. Not liked her, really. Her yeah. performance. Yeah. Carrie ruined her for me, for sure. Carrie Carrie ruined a lot of that new that remake was the worst. Because <laughs> it was just a Step mirror away. image. Step away from the remakes. But like, listen, it Carrie was was a word for word, shot for shot remake of the original Carrie, Mm. which was so stupid. Yeah. And Chloe Grace is a gorgeous little nugget. Yeah. And she would (laughs) never have been picked on like Carrie was picked on. Right. Like the fact that her hair looked so fake. Her hair was like all messy. And I was like, that's not what like she wouldn't do that it was just (laughs) so dumb and she was so cute and pretty and i was like that girl would never have been made fun of to the extreme that carrie is made fun of i'm sorry right and i don't know like her performance in that trailer was so terrible Mm -hmm. now it's not apparently it's not gonna be a shot for shot film though yeah the plot is a little different (laughs) yep Okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the plot. So skip ahead if you don't want to hear anything about what this film is going to be about because there will be spoilers. It is very different. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to talk about it now. Skip ahead. Yep. All right, Abby, tell me about what this new this new Suspiria film is about. All right, so listen, <laughs> I tried my best to avoid like reading about any of the plot summaries or like really learning too much about the characters because I didn't want to like go in there with any expectations and I didn't want to judge it beforehand, but mm, I <laughs> was like perusing on the internet the other night when we were getting ready for this episode and someone, I don't recall what article it was from, said that the main character, Susie, mm-hmm. is an Amish girl. She's like a a German Amish girl from Ohio, yeah, I think. Yeah, she's from somewhere, yeah. And she's, she's obsessed with this group of ballerinas, so she leaves America to go study them or study with them. Okay. She's Amish. <laughs> like, sorry, sorry. I I know that this film is supposed to be really artsy and different, but like it's it's a complete change from the original character of Susie. Like we don't know anything about Susie really before she arrives at the the dance conservatory. Like we know that her mother 
is that her mother or her aunt knows someone at the conservatory and like was friends with them. Oh, I honestly don't remember. But, but that's it. Yes. That's all we know. And we know that she's got like a little bit of money because she she wants to go and live on her own instead of at the academy where her tuition covers it and blah, blah, blah. But that's it. So she's definitely not Amish, though. <laughs> I'm wondering where this is going to go because yeah. I actually thought that that concept was so ridiculous that really late at night, like around like one or two in the morning, I was researching for this episode. <gasps> and I must have read somewhere in there that she was Amish. Right. And I had a dream that was actually really scary. And I'm like, I'm actually going to compare this film to not only Hereditary, but my actual dream of Suspiria. Oh, my God. Because I dreamt that she was Amish. And I I thought it was so ridiculous that I thought that I made that part up. But then you told (laughs) me. And then he just told me. If not, that's crazy and we're psychic and we're in each other's dreams. Because I had a dream that she was Amish. And even in my dream, I thought, meh, this is dumb. Oh, my God. But, like, I had a dream that she was Amish and that she went to this conservatory. And I had a dream that I don't know if this is what happens, but (laughs) Jessica Harper, who plays Susie in the original. Uh Uh-huh. She was. Helena Marcos? Yes. Whoa, plot twist. Because I was like, I know that Tilda Swinton is Madame Blanc. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think must have been subconsciously in my dream, I thought, I don't know who Jessica Harper is. And then I, like, who her character is in this. Yeah. And maybe it, it is revealed, and I don't know, but in my dream, she was Helena Marcos. Whoa. And that was really good. I'm just saying. Oh my god! And it was so scary. I'm I can't really remember much now, um, but it was so freaking scary, and it was so good. And I, and maybe this is also was a part of my dream, or maybe it was a part of actually researching it. But like, I had a dream in my dream. Tilda Swinton, like I was like reading like articles, and like Tilda Swinton was like, "There's a mysterious actor in this film that like nobody knows about," Whoa. and like they're playing like a major role or something like she said that I don't know and then I think I connected that to like Jessica Harper playing Helena Marcos well so I don't know well who the heck else would Jessica Harper be playing I don't know she plays a minor character apparently mm. and Helena Marcos is not She's really sort in it. of a minor character She's a, she has a minor yeah appearance in the original but she's mm. not really in it really a lot. I hope she is that would be like the saving grace right. of this film. And like I said, she might have been revealed as another character. I don't know. But like that was my dream that she was Helena. And I loved it. And I was scared. And I woke up and I was like, I don't This movie just not, might not be as scary as my dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good Morning Nancy is proudly sponsored by Recess Coffee. We wouldn't be able to create such great content without being fueled by their magical beans. And the great part is, is that each batch of coffee is locally, artisanally roasted, and it comes from fair trade farmers. Gracie, what's your favorite blend? 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so my favorite blend is the Westcott blend. It has African and Indonesian beans mixed to create a clean, rich, and full-bodied cup of coffee. Mm. It has a rich floral vanilla aroma with a sugared almond flavor and a lemon finish. Yum. Ooh, delicious. My favorite is the Austin's blend. It's a unique blend of African, Indonesian, and Central American beans roasted to create a characteristically rich, dark, and smoky cup. It has a bold roasted nut aroma with chocolate flavors and a smooth, fruity finish. The coffee is seriously so good. I don't even have to put any cream or sugar in it. I just drink it black like my soul. (laughs) So guys, head on over to RecessCoffee.com to order yours today. Or if you're a Syracuse local, stop by either shop at 110 Harvard Place or 110 Montgomery Street. So drink coffee, shoot lightning. Now back to the show. How do you think this Amish plotline is going to work? From what I understand, if you're Amish, you can't leave your community. Well, you can for Rumspringa. But that's But you have it. to come back. Right. And if you don't, then you're pretty much exiled. So is she leaving during Rumspringa? Maybe. My fear is that it's going to... Well... I don't know. Because that, that I, would be interesting if if it was during Rumspringa and she left. Yeah. That would actually be pretty like, okay, like she would have no clue. Is this, but then I'm wondering, I'm sorry, I just interrupted you. No, you're But fine. like, is this a way for them to be like, oh, she's sort of dumb or like doesn't naive. under, naive, that's yeah. a better word. Yeah. She doesn't understand like what's weird. Well, yeah. Or like. Because that's kind of lazy if you do it like that, in my opinion. And it's maybe it's going to, I don't know, speak to like this is what happens when you leave your religion and you go and adventure somewhere new and you're naive and you don't know what you're doing and then like you get killed by witches. (laughs) That's what I'm afraid of. And I hope that the plot line doesn't carry out that way. I mean, yeah. And then the first thing I think, like, do they need a virgin sacrifice? Like, I right. mean, for me, like, the best the best example of a virgin sacrifice is the Wicker Man. Because it's an adult mm-hmm. male who's, like, in his late 30s who doesn't want to have sex before marriage. And it's... It's actually kind of interesting because, first of all, it's a guy, which is great. Like, to have a male virgin is so, I mean, to me, that's, like, so amazing. Well, because you never see it. So the fact that it's a man and and they trick him into being sacrificed is so great. Like, it's so specific and so wonderful. But, like, for this, it's like, oh, she's a virgin because she's Amish. And that's the only way she could be a virgin. Like, she can't just be, like, somebody who just doesn't want to have sex. An asexual person. <laughs> or just an asexual person. Wow, representation more, of asexual people. More interesting. Yeah. Granted, this could not be the case. I know. We could <laughs> this just is be- entire speculation, so. <laughs> this coffee break will be irrelevant yeah. after November. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But that's where I'm I'm seeing that this might go. Yeah. Man, oh man. This better not suck. That's all I got to say. Yeah, I really want it to be good. And I, it doesn't have to be the same. That's the thing. Like, I don't want a shot for shot, word for word remake right. like Carrie. I want something different. But I don't want it to be stupid. Right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So... <sighs> 
anyway, a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And I finished my coffee, so perfect. Oh, perfect timing. <laughs> uh, so we want to announce the winner of our t-shirt and mug contest that we had on Instagram. Yes. And Abby, would you like to announce it? Yes. Congratulations to Creepy K. Thank you for tagging and sharing and participating. You're the best. Yes. Thank you so much. It was awesome. And we have your stuff. And we're going to be sending it out shortly. So yes. you're going to be getting it soon. Uh, guys, follow us on Instagram at Good Morning Nancy Podcast if you want to get involved with more of our contests and merch contests. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the last one that we did was a t shirt and mug. And the one before that, we gave away um, a original painting by one of our listeners but yeah so if you guys want to get involved follow us on there you can also follow us on facebook at good morning nancy and twitter at good morning nan we would like to now thank our laurie strode and ellen ripley patrons if you'd like to become a patron go to patreon.com slash good morning nancy and you get all kinds of fun cool stuff our patrons are James, Jarvis, Shauna, Stacy, Lucy, Chris, Jill, Julie, Valerie, Keenan, and Ashley. You guys are so amazing. Thank you guys so much for giving every single month. You are the reason that Abby and I are still here and we're still making content. And we love you all to death. Yeah. Have a great morning. Bye. <laughs>